Welcome to Sea Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ann. And we've been gone for a, a little while. It's our longest hiatus in our year and a half <laughs> career, I guess. <laughs> Podcast career. Yeah. So uh, why don't you take a minute and, and tell folks, you know, why we had to miss some time here. So, well, I think many people know, but um, if, yeah. if you don't know, I my dad passed away. So May 12th. And um, it took a toll on our family. It was it was a tough it was a tough blow. I mean, I'm a very lucky person. I've had my, my both of my parents. They're in their 90s. My dad was 94. My mom's 92. And you know, it doesn't matter when something like this happens. It, it's still it's very difficult, as many people know. And um, we were just very fortunate to have him for as long as we did. He was chronically ill with congestive heart failure, and it happened much faster than we thought it was going to. So nobody was prepared, but. I guess being able to look back on things, what we realize is he was able to be present and he was able to fulfill his wishes, which was to be in his home. And the last four words he said before passing away in his sleep was to my mom of 72 years that he loved her. And um, to me, that's the end of a beautiful love story. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a tough row. My mom's having a tough time, but you know, I just want to thank everybody. There's been a lot of people who have come up to me wherever I am the grocery store, the Pride event, all the different places you were at with outpouring of love, hugs, and... Um, lots of cards. Lots of cards. Messages. Messages. Food. Food, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people came out to celebrate my dad's life. And I can't tell you how much that means to me, but it just also means how much he meant to so many people, including our family. So, yeah. So, I just want to thank everybody. And, yeah. He um, was, well, he was president of the union. Mm -hmm. well, President Local 12, yeah. and um, he taught Boston Public Schools too. So he had people from, you know, people that worked with him as, the, as when he was the president, as we like to say, the old timers. And he even had some young people that were in the unions that really looked up to him. And then students, he had students that came out and just told us some really incredible stories that we, are, we already knew how great my dad was, but to hear it firsthand from his students and to know how much he was loved and how many people he touched. And um, it just, it's an it's an amazing legacy, and you know he was the world to me. He'll never tell the story again. I'll have to tell it that I was born in Quincy Square in front of because <laughs> I was the last of six kids because he delivered me in Quincy Square. I, I ended that. I ended the reign of the Mulligans. <laughs> and he had a saying, which I think you've taken to heart when it comes to city council meetings. Mm -hmm. The name's Tucker, not Sucker. I always wanted to say it, but <laughs> he always would say. When I was a kid growing up or when you were growing up, he would just say, if you were getting caught in something that you weren't being completely truthful on, is my name's Tucker, not Zucker. And he would say to me all the time, you should just say that at city council because that's they think you don't they think you don't know what they're talking about. And I do. Um, and so do the rest of the taxpayers in the city of Quincy, too. I think people are catching on. So this might be the name of the show, Kevin. <laughs> my name's Tucker, not Zucker. <laughs> There's many things he said to me, though. He would he would also tell me to stand strong and not feel like you're alone when you're making the tough decisions because sometimes when you stand by yourself here there's a lot of other people standing with you they just may not be right there with you right all right anything else or well i could talk all day about the man but you know what i'll save that for you know my kids and my and my family so yeah all right so city council uh goes on i think you only missed one meeting really yeah i missed a budget meeting the first budget meeting and you, that's enough to miss. If you miss yeah. that, you miss them all because it's it's tough to jump back into it. But yeah, the city council passed the budget. I had a lot of questions. I didn't like the way the budget was created. They mm -hmm. they did something. They did some fancy fancy footwork on their on their um, the way they were budgeting things. It's not clear. It's not transparent, and it's 
certainly harder to follow than any other budget. <laughs> so. Great. I think the big story in the last couple of weeks is the approval of the Quincy Animal Shelter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I had been asking um, Quincy Animal Shelter since you I got it. had at least two resolutions um, asking for updates. Yeah. You had, were Councillor Palmucci yeah. with, with one of them in 2000, 2019 asking for an update and, and you never got it. Yeah. I asked in 2019. I didn't always do resolutions. Sometimes I just ask, like, we're going to get this update. I know. And we never got it. And finally, when I started put, put, putting some pressure on the fact that they are building in North Quincy and they had to bring a, um, they basically didn't own the building. They could store things in the building in North Quincy that they're going to do the temporary shelter. And then they had to bring in a resolution to, um, to purchase the building. Um, and then they brought that, they brought the plans in front of us too on the second to last meeting. I think it was, um, we had a finance meeting and then we had the final meeting of the year that got voted on. Yeah. So city is working to retrofit a formal naval garage near Kennedy Center in Squam to serve as a temporary space for the agency. This garage is not owned by the cities, but the owners gave permission for it to be used as a temporary shelter. So we don't own it at all. No, we know we own it now because it passed at city council. But when they oh. were doing the work and it's since last January, we did not own it. Oh, okay. Nope. Mm -mm. Right. And the and worse than that is that we were kept in the dark. I mean, three point five million dollars, and this is what people are forgetting. Back in twenty seventeen, were voted to come back with better plans. The total cost of the animal shelter back in twenty seventeen was seven point one seven point one million dollars, and they never came back. And they did spend the three point five and. None of my other fellow city councilors didn't think they didn't think it was important yeah. to find out what they spent it on. So you'll, think, you'll hear out there that it's a fifteen million dollar uh, animal shelter, shelter, but it's really almost twenty million dollars yeah, when you add the fifteen million for the proposed new building, three point five million approved five years ago, five mm -hmm. years ago, mm -hmm. and one million to retrofit the temporary space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and the idea that they say the one million dollars isn't coming from this budget or from the 3.5 is actually coming from the police station. <laughs> like, you're, so it's a tax, so just, you know, it's your taxes, but they're taking a million dollars to retrofit another building for a location that they should have had figured out. And then they also were using excuse. Well, in 2020, they came back and they had regulations and we have to build out the animal shelter to those regulations. But right. if they had a built out the animal shelter in 2017, 2018, 2019, we would we wouldn't be dealing with any of this, and to blame it on COVID or to blame it on anything else other than mismanagement, that's really what the issues is. This is this was sat on by this administration. It wasn't an important process. It wasn't an important project. We are spending money, and at the animal shelter, the plans that came in, there were places that we could potentially, you know, pull back on that construction cost. And I did do to my homework. It wasn't just I wasn't just looking at what we had in Quincy. I called Milton. Milton's Milton has the same architect. The exact same architect. And they had the same problem, except for Milton's taxpayers are not paying for it. They're having it paid for by donors. Um, and they had a step budget. Milton right. ended up putting in about $700,000 of Milton, Milton's tax money will go to um, pay for the animal shelter as, long, as well as the land. Now this and, is from the Milton Times. Mm -hmm. They decided to send plans for its new shelter back to the architect, Warren Chase Friedenfeld, with instructions to make the shelter smaller and more affordable. Mm -hmm. This comes after the Milton Animal League was told that the potential funder of the project, the Copeland Foundation, said the price tag that was once estimated at about $3 million was now too high. Mm -hmm. So that's a government and a donor, I guess, you know, saying, what are you doing? 
So, and the plans, you know, the and our plans went down from 20,000 square feet a little over 20,920 square feet to something like almost 15,000 square feet. Yeah, under 15,000, 14,800. It's three times the cost. And it's, you know, when you look at the plans, without looking at the plans, it's hard to, it's hard to, you might say, well, this is something that's needed. It is needed. I do not want to by any means suggest that the volunteers that work at the animal shelter or the person who's the director or the board that works in the animal shelter are not need, this is not needed. This is something that is needed. There is a balance that has to happen when it comes to what we're spending on these things. And it can't just be because it's needed. It was needed in 2017. It was needed in 2018. It was needed in 2019. We can keep going, but it's 2022 and to blame it on escalations of costs. And then they even built in even more escalations. It was like, well, we, and we threw it, in another quarter of a million dollars because we figure it's going to be cost more when we go out to bid. Yeah, quite frankly, this, this administration has a, uh, you know, bit of a, a reputation, a history of uh, going over in its budget. So it's it's not going to be it's not going to stop there. It's going to go over twenty million. Just for point of reference, Father Bills, which isn't it isn't being funded by the city, right? No, it's but the, that's they're funding twenty four million dollars. Right? Yes. Yes. And they've they've done their own fundraising and they they've broke they've broke ground and they are staying on budget even within COVID. You know, I think they're housing actually more people too. Yeah. And it, again, this isn't I don't want to pit the No, I don't either. I'm sorry. I don't, Maybe I don't I want to pit Father Bill's, you know, Father Bill's against the yeah. animal shelter, but to to and I I'm an animal person, so this is something that I think we do need. And I didn't think the location in North Quincy was a good location, but worse than that is that this administration picked the location it's supposed to go to. And in five years, they couldn't figure out how to put the animal shelter in the location that they picked. Right. So this isn't like we were trying to figure out where to put it. On top of everything else, to add insult to injury, they have to go someplace temporary because they just didn't make it a priority. Right. And to suggest that you know somehow this falls back on me because I said no, I said no because... I do have a fiduciary responsibility to the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. I do think that we need to be able to push back on this administration and say we need to do better because we are headed into hard times. We are there's the the, the Fed's increasing the, the interest rates. We are there's with un, with no uncertainty, there is anticipation that we will go into a recession. And when we do, we're gonna have to buckle up and get ready. Mm-hmm. And that's what good administrations do, and that's what good managers do. Yeah. So there was the fi- finance committee meeting first, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, and I think you and Councilor Lang had the most questions. This article in the ledger, how we got here, Quincy's $15 million animal shelter, okayed after five years, tense discussion. Well, that would make it seem like we were actually having discussions. The only tense discussion came the one night that they came back after five years. Right. So... Quincy City Councilor at Large and Mahoney slammed the administration for not coming back to the council sooner and allowing costs to rack up. It took you six years to come back and it has shrunk in size and grown in cost by triple. Mahoney said in the heated exchange with Hines, six years is costing us a lot of money. The ownership is not here with this council. The ownership is with the administration who couldn't manage this project. And it's not just this project, it's all projects. Think about the projects that we have going on in the city. We have so many going on. And none of them are finished, and we never get an audit of how much we're spending. And trust me, we are over on all of them. The dog park was not a half a million dollars. <laughs> and Councilor Liang um, 
had questions on the administration costs, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's and post be, That's post it being built. Yeah. Yeah. Currently, um, currently, there's only one person who's a full-time worker at the animal shelter, paid for by their fundraising. But she did say she wanted the information she requested about, about the construction estimate and mm-hmm. the operating costs of the facility before voting on the matter. And just to clear things up, she didn't vote on the matter, right? She did In not. The final vote. She wasn't. She was not at the final meeting. So it was a seven to one mm-hmm. decision. Okay. Yeah. And you know the thing is, is what I got back. Didn't tell. Did, there was no. There was no. So how Milton was doing it is, and I asked. I asked the architect at the meeting, "Are you who? Who else have you done projects for?" And they finally said Milton. They said the city of Milton. I said, "And what are well, you?" Well, you asked if there were any in the area around here. Any right? in the area around here? And then I said, "And what is the progress?" The city of Milton. The city. <laughs> but what is the progress? And they said that they that that they're that they are cutting costs. And I said, "And how are they doing that?" And they said, "Prefab, right? Not high end materials. Prefab." Yeah. They are working to cut the cost and they are they are almost there. The town of Milton is going to get their state-of-the-art facility. It's still going to be a state-of-the-art facility, but it's going to be in prefab construction. We didn't even look into that. And what's right. even more, this is this is the thing that's this is the thing that's so frustrating. It is not that the that does not mean it's bad construction. Prefab construction does not mean it's bad. Your downtown that we praise all the time is prefab construction. Some of it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they you know what? Come they, in as units and come in, in you can watch them being dropped on top of each other like Legos. And not the best looking units. Though. It's but it's good enough for our downtown, our state of the art downtown. And this is an animal shelter. And these they're being paid for, one hundred percent paid for by the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. I think it is our responsibility to make sure that we are trying to provide what's best, but do it at a cost that we can all afford. Otherwise, we are just pushing ourselves over the over the edge. Yeah. So in the finance committee, um, there were a lot of supporters of the animal shelter. Mm-hmm. I, I think everybody's a supporter to a point, right? Yeah, I am too. It's, it's- and a woman yelled from the audience, "Does this mean my taxes are going to up? Go mm-hmm. up?" Which mm-hmm. City Council Chuck Phelan said, "Yes, it could." Mm-hmm. Just okay. I don't know. Well, I think there has to be more questioning and more pushback from other counselors besides you. Councilor Liang, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's it's, it's very I, I easy it's to a, a strong mayor. Well, I can tell you, we council, but it didn't say strong mayor, pathetic council. Yeah. Well, I did say that. At the That's meeting, my I, opinion. Yeah, I did say. Well, I actually said at the meeting. I said, you know, I, I kind of felt that I needed to let people know that here's the thing: we have a strong mayor, and we are a weak council, but we're only as weak as the questions we ask, and we are supposed to ask the questions, right? So that we can get the best project we can. For the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. Otherwise, you're not doing your job. And you definitely don't deserve a raise. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. None of them. <laughs> and as far, and as, far as, as far as the, as far as the, this is another thing that really irritates me when people say, the taxpayers deserve a tax break. And then every single one of them like, yes, we want to give you a tax break. But you can't give them a tax break if yeah, you're spending if money. If you're saying yes to everything, how are you giving them a tax break? Yeah. So, so I love So them. if they put that on their literature, I'll personally put out my own literature. <laughs> so I just I will hold I will hold people accountable, but I need I need the, the taxpayers of the city of Quincy and the voters of the city of Quincy to hold people accountable as well. So what I would say, and I said this to the animal shelter um, people, I will make sure that I follow yeah. to make sure that this project is happening and we are not going over. Because you're the only one that's going to push for that. 
If I my, my if they're dragging their feet, no one else is going to see. Right? My prediction is that they'll go into the temporary animal shelter <laughs> and stay there permanent. And then they'll, I, I hope to God that doesn't happen. But you know what, Kevin? I well, just, if the recession hits, if right? the recession hits, it might. I just or or the pricing comes in much higher than they think it's going to come in. But you know, I think this. I think so. Gonna... Six years of delay, like you said, mm-hmm. is costing this city, costing animal shelter supporters time and cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, we work in the, like, like to say, we work in the real world during the day. You know, recession, the numbers, the interest rates go up and what happens? Your projects get pulled in. People, businesses do it all the time because they're not going to take the risk of the expense of a big project. They are going to tighten the belts, pull it in and make sure that you can manage the, the projects you have going on. So Right, but they can't go back to the taxpayer and say, I have excess that's, tax, that's the levy reason, capacity. That's, I can just tax no, you. No, that's the reason why businesses actually do what they do. To avoid layoffs, they try to pull in their belts right. so that they can avoid layoffs. And then, unfortunately, sometimes people get laid off. In the This is what I say. But, you know, when you when you want to pretend that you're the CEO of the city and you have excess levy capacity, you can just basically tell everybody, you've got great services. Yeah. And if you don't like it, move. That's yeah. pretty much what we get told. Yeah. So we're not going to manage, and we're not going to certainly come in. We're not going to do anything small. We're going right. to have a vestibule that's two stories high. And so, they have a green roof where you can walk dogs on mm-hmm. and uh, we'll a clinic, care. I guess. But it's not the, the full clinic they were hoping for. Yeah. I don't know if anybody can uh, – who's, who's staffing at the clinic. But that might – again, and it's got it's got room for three – Three police dogs training for three police dogs. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not. This is not about whether or not we need something. It is what we've been presented, and it's very expensive. They have four garages so they can wash their vehicles. But oh. again, these are these are these are these are things, and you can wash your car in there. But these are the trucks in there. The, the thing is, is that it is extensive, and it doesn't. It did, there's ways that they could have saved money, and if right. they it brought it in when they had that the plans were ready in October of 2021. Yeah, the draft plans were ready. Yeah, October they didn't change that much. So no. why did they take so long? October of 2021, they had their plans ready that they spent like 1.7 million dollars for from the 3.5, and the other amount of money that was spent for the 3.5 was the fancy road that goes up to the dog park, which right. had nothing to do with the plans that they were supposed to be doing. It was not 500 thousand dollars, and it was not 500 thousand right. dollars. So you know what comes in the paper? We did, you know we, what you read in the paper isn't always what we're getting, and the taxpayers are the ones who are feeling the pinch, and you're feeling it not because you have great services or because your assessed values are going up. It's because this administration cannot stick to a budget or to a plan. Right. So, so we're back and we're a little feisty. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> My dad would like that. About so, you know, it's the summer. We'll probably do every other week. And, uh, you know, let us know what you want to talk about. Send us some listener mail. We had a, a couple, but we wanted to maybe bank some. And then uh, our next show, we'll, we'll have a few, few more. Mm-hmm. So, so please send us, you know, pro or con or, you know, the one thing I would like to say is we do share both. We right. like to listen to both sides. And, you know, I, as I said, I know people were not happy with my vote from the animal shelter board, but I told them that I would stay on top of this project and make sure that it moves and stays on schedule and stays on budget. Right. Okay. So um, that does it. So um, happy this weekend is the 4th of July weekend. Monday is the holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be walking in a couple of the neighborhood parades, I'm right. sure. Yep. Everybody out there, please uh, have a happy 4th of July. And uh, that does it for this week on City Limits. Thanks, everybody. Happy 4th of July.